So you want to build a chatbot. In this video I'm going to share my experience building a chatbot that actually works. So we have quite a unique background because we are an online platform for international students to study abroad. We have we run the platform China Admissions. Since 2017 we have been working on building chatbots and we've now got a chatbot thanks to ChatGPT that actually works and it solves 95% of our customer inquiries going to this chatbot. It is amazing, it has saved us so much time and I'm going to share what I've learned and how you can also do it too. So I'm going to share about us, what our problem is. I'm going to share what I think the problem is with most of the chatbots on the market right now. And then I'm going to share some of our evolution of what we've actually built from the early stages until now. And then how we've used ChatGPT to solve it. And then I'm going to look inside about how it works, what the key documents that we made for our chatbot and that how it actually works and then how you can actually make it too. And then I'm going to share how much it costs so you can get an idea. So I believe right now we're at the point where we're kind of in a hype and there's a lot of expectations about creating these amazing chatbots. And I believe that in a lot of cases, I mean, it's going to, in the future, it's going to automate customer service 100%. It's like the most easy solution for automating customer service because there are so many, for us, when they're applying to university or when they're applying to when they're contacting a university or a company, they're asking the same questions repeatedly and it's just this, it's just the perfect solution to automate customer service. And so I think this is the, the best problem and the best solution for AI. So just introducing us a bit, we are an online platform. So students can search our platform for universities in China and then they can apply to the, the students in China. So we get many students from all around the world and we cooperate with all of, the universe, all of the top universities in China. And we usually get, every day we get uh, around 100, 150 questions or, or emails from students, leads who are coming into our platform. And there's a lot of work in for us to uh, process these applications manually. Now, using this chatbot, we have pretty much automated 95% of the inquiries from students. So it's just making it much more efficient. Now, most of our work is on refining the chatbot and also on uh, having individual personalized calls with students. So we don't have to spend as much time just re replying the same questions uh, that students have. And when students are applying to university, they always have the same questions. And this is a problem that any university need. Every university has this problem and they're looking to solve. And right now I've not seen any university that has a decent chatbot that like, for example, like ours, and I've been working on this a long time. So the problem is that we're getting so many messages. It's just the classic case of universities. Students all want to try and connect with the university. So this university is just getting like thousands and thousands of messages from students all around the world. Most of the questions are very basic. So it's the perfect problem. And then chatbot can just solve this problem so easily and just make it much more efficient. And then it just reduces cost. You don't have to have so many people who are working on it. Those people can then be used to do much more productive work, such as marketing work, creating efficient collateral. Then they can be uh, training the chatbot and then they can be having webinars or they can be creating content for students at scale or they can be kind of guiding the key students who are at certain points and they can be kind of managing the process much more. So I have actually not 
seen any chatbot that I actually like. I've set, I've used many different websites. There are some websites and they're getting better and better now, but you're all familiar with some of the problems that chatbots have. Most of the problems with chatbots is they just, either they will uh, lead you down a path where you have to click numbers or something like that, or they have this specific thing, or they just don't understand. And there's just so many problems with chatbots on the market. So we created a first solution and it was uh, in 2018. And in this solution, we have we created uh, two different types. One of them was a frequently asked question, where we basically put all of the different questions that students can ask into the, into the chatbot. And so if any student has a question, then it will come up into this chatbot. And then the second part of the chatbot is that we created so that uh, when the student wants to find a course in China, we will we'll ask them a series of questions and then we'll give them a solution about which program they should study in. So it worked for 80% 80, 80 of, the, of the customers, uh, but for 20% it just didn't understand the words. And the, the main problem was that it didn't really understand the, the language. And so we had to just create so many combinations of questions and so much data, and it just didn't work in 20% of the cases. I mean, it just became like not that, it was, it was fine, but it just didn't work in so many cases. So we just decided to scrap it. We spent a lot of time on it, creating all of this, these questions and answers, and it just didn't. It just worked 80% of the time, but that wasn't good enough for us. And I don't think it's good enough for anyone, really. And I don't think any of the chatbots at that time were really very good. There's maybe a few, but it was very hard. Now that ChatGPT is here, it solves the problem because it can understand natural language. And then it can understand these complicated questions. So you don't need to put in a large volume of data to, to solve problems. You can just put in a minimum amount of data. I mean, you still need to put in a decent amount of data, but it solves the natural language problem, which it was the core problem before. So now it comes to the problem of how do you train it and how do you manage it and how do you guide it? So how it works is there's basically six parts, six components of the chatbot that we created. And the first one is the prompt. And the prompt is a document which would be about uh, maybe a hundred words or something like that. And then it's like the instructions of what you are telling the chatbot to answer. So when someone writes a question, it will say, "Like, dear chatbot, these are the this is the questions that we have. Uh, these are the things that you we want you to like. This is." You, like basically what it wants to say is you are a super friendly, you're a super helpful chatbot uh, and your your purpose is to guide uh, the student to find the best solution. So you could have, you may include a frequently asked questions and then you'd have a, a way to guide them through to the next step of the application process. So you need to have this prompt document, which basically gives it instructions on how to process the question that the student asks in the prompt it could have a few different parts. So one of them is you might want to include that you don't want to talk about anything that is not related to admissions or you don't want to talk about anything that's not related to the company or your service. 
So that is really important because if it starts asking like general chat GPT questions or if it starts asking something political, you don't want it to say anything. So you have to be really careful about limiting what it's going to say. And then you want to ideally uh, also include how you want it to answer. And then you want to include what are, the com what are your company values or your university values and how you want to answer the question, just as you would train an employee, just the instructions on how you would train an employee. And then, so for us, we usually ask the chatbot to reply and then give it a link so it redirects the student back to the website in some way. And then if they have an extra question, then they can book a call. So you want to guide this prompt. This is a very important document for the, for the student. And it's, you can basically test it and then create this document. The second document is a question and answer examples. And so this is what you would take probably 50 or 200 questions and answers that would be sample questions that students would ask or customers would ask about your service. And you want to put in a range of different questions that they would ask. It's good to have real questions. You want to have the standard questions and then you want to have the questions that are hard to answer or kind of on the board, on the edge cases, on the edge cases or on the challenging situations so that you can teach it how to answer. And then the third document is the knowledge base. In the knowledge base, you want to try and provide it with as much information about your company and about your service into just one document, uh, explaining how your company and how your services work. And just you can get the About Us page from your website. You can get the service page, service information, and just put it into all in, all of this into one document. So it's like a guide that you would give to a new employee when they're starting. And you can just create this knowledge base uh, to them as well. Then the sitemap, you would have a selection of the most important pages that you want the students to be directed to uh, with the name of the page and the URL of the page. And then for the architecture, there are multiple ways that you can manage the architecture of it. Obviously, you're going to need to have the ChatGPT, then you're going to need the server of it, then you're going to need to have some design, like for example, this image here, some design plugin here. So there's actually multiple ways you can do that. And actually, that is not the most important thing. Uh, so you can use many different types of architecture. You need to use the server for hosting it and then connecting to ChatGPT, and then you need to have a front-facing chat window here. So we use a selection of different software. We're actually creating our own one as well, which is integrated into our platform as well. But it doesn't really matter which, which one you want to use, and there are many different types. And then what you want to do is do training. And for the training, you actually want to put all of these documents together. So you, in the architecture, you'll, you'll get the prompt, the Q&A examples, the knowledge base, and the sitemap, and put it all together, connect it to ChatGPT, and then you will create this, um, this way of processing the questions. And then in the training, you will basically just test the questions into the chatbot and see what comes out and see how it works. And then if you're happy with it, then that's all perfect. But if, it, if you're not happy with it, you'll need to tweak it in some way. So you'll need to either change the knowledge base if the if doesn't, doesn't have something that you want it to answer. You can also add some questions to the Q&A. If it's not answering correct, correctly about some topics, you can add it to the Q&A. You can also add stuff to the prompt as well if you want to guide it if to answer in a different way. Maybe it's ask, ask, asking 
like answering in too long a way you want to try and make it more concise so you can put it into a shorter way so yeah that's what we did and it works really well for us and it saved a lot of our time so i'm showing this so it could be helpful for more people more companies more universities to help create chatbots how much does it cost to set up well there's the technical work to set up which could be about 30 or 40 hours or which would need a combination of people from uh, tech from customer support uh, need a selection of people to to do that and then you have the server costs and then the chat gbt costs the chat gbt costs i think it costs uh, a 0 0.4 uh, of a cent per question i believe it per token so it works out about i think if you're doing about uh 10 like 20 conversations a day it should come out around four dollars uh no if you're doing about 80 about 50 conversations a day it should come around around four dollars something like that it depends how many questions they ask but it's basically on tokens uh and so it should come out that and then you have the maintenance and the training costs as well so for the maintenance and the training costs, this is basically your time. So you need to just keep monitoring it, keep checking what it's going to say and what it's going to reply and, and check that it's saying the right things. So it's basically costs like well, well below half of what it would cost one person to do this work. But the advantage is that it's instant. It can reply in multiple languages and it doesn't have a limit on the number of volume. Obviously, the cost will scale up with the volume. So that's an introduction to our chatbot and how it works. And uh, quality in a service is a product. Quality in a service or product is not what you put into it. It is what the customer gets out of it. When you're making decisions about how best to serve your customers, your own experience is often better, often a better guide than a more sophisticated analysis of the market. So I love to try and to keep improving and say, hope this is helpful.